And we're back with another episode of the Jetsway podcast, Jake and Sean. Sean, how we doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, do, you know, just a little scare on Monday night, but we're here. <laughs> we're still 0-9. Uh, we're heading into the bye. We can't lose, unfortunately. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're just going to have to go full steam ahead and complete this tank. We're at more than halfway to the finish line, man. It's, it's a great day, honestly. Yeah, um, I view this, this bye week as a blessing. You know, we, we get a break for the Jets for a week, and uh, that's always nice. It's just come to the point where I don't really care enough to – it's not really painful anymore. No, exactly. We, we're numb. Yeah. There's a nice incentive to all this. That's, that's the way exactly. I'm looking at it. That's the number one pick. That's Trevor Lawrence because what I've seen from Sam Darnold this year, he's not the answer. I'm sorry. Uh, whether it's uh, the supporting cast around him, the coaching staff, Sam Darnold is – it's not the answer, man. He looks like a middle-of-the-road at best quarterback. Still has happy feet in the pocket. Still makes the same mistakes he made his rookie year. Nah. And, and, yeah, there's, Trevor, and there's Trevor Lawrence out there. There's Trevor exactly. Lawrence, and we'll, we'll be fine. We'll be I'm, fine. Not, I'm not all the way out at Sam, but at the same time, I know he's not the answer. And you're right. Trevor is that light at the end of the tunnel. Dude, I was telling everybody this. The fact that Joe Flacco looked more calm than Sam Darnold. I get it, Flacco's a veteran in the league, but Flacco's played about a handful a handful of games this year at most. Guy didn't have a training camp. Guy's coming off a serious neck surgery. You'd think maybe he'd be a little, oh, okay, this guy's going to hit me. I got to get rid of the ball, happy feet, move around, throw it away. He was standing in the pocket, taking shots, and looked way – I'm going to go as far as say he looked way better than Sam did all year. I mean, it was one game, but you're definitely not wrong. The offense looked uh, night and day from the prior weeks. I get it. The receivers are all back. Brashad Perriman, I guess, is alive. He, he's, <laughs> he's alive and well. How fitting would it be if Brashad Perriman just goes on like a run like he did last year? And we're like, yeah, we'll sign you back for another one-year oh. deal. Uh, Allen Robinson, Kenny Galladay, Chris Godwin. You guys can go kick, kick oh, rocks. no. Got, Don't say that. Brashad Perriman. Don't you dare say that. I know. I'm just saying it would be very jet-like for that to happen, but uh, hopefully he's a nice – I will say I'll take him back on a one-year deal if he's our fourth receiver. I agree. Our You're, fourth receiver, yeah. I, yeah I, sure. I, I'll, go, I'll go off that. But there was some positives to all this. Number one, obviously we did lose, so yeah. that's the number one priority. Uh, Denzel Mims, moved, the way he moved around, he looked like an NFL receiver to me. Uh, there's some hope there. Uh, Bryce Hall got on the field. Didn't look particularly good, but he was there. Um, Zaniga exists. Zaniga had the big penalty late in the game. He was the 12th man on the field, so he's already fitting in well. Ashton Davis, who had a brutal game against Kansas City uh, the, the week before. I know we weren't here last week, but it, just an embarrassing game. He had some moments where I could see it. So okay, there was something. And Mekhi Becton got hurt. I'm a little worried about this guy. I don't know about you. He seems to always have something. Yeah, I mean, two two injuries already. That's that's not good. Uh, but he looks good. He's, he just has to stay healthy. Uh, Mims led the team in targets. I think he had eight targets. So, you know, he's got to get him the ball more and get more involved. And yeah. I know you definitely know this stat. Do you know how many more 
carries Gore had than uh oh Michael. my god yeah what <laughs> this is why Gaze has to go <laughs> that's oh these type of things god. yeah he literally uh, I just I don't even have words to describe that shouldn't we be trying to find out if P Ryan is a player to see if we need to draft a running back high in the draft next year because I'm not yeah. for I'm no more signing running backs I don't want to see a running back signed use the cap space for all the areas you need why can't we be like every other team in this league and say, hey, here's this guy after the second round. Let's make him into a star. You know, where's our uh, Austin Ecklers or uh, just trying to think, Kareem Hunts, uh, all these guys, Mar- I mean, Marlon Mack. I'm just going off the top of my head. So mm-hmm. w- where's our guy like that? That could be that could, Alvin Kamara. Of course, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. There is a guy in the draft, though, that really reminds me of Alvin Kamara. He's not going to go late. But that guy from Clemson, ETN, I was watching the game against Notre Dame on Saturday night. He looks like an Alvin Kamara to me. He he does look very good and dynamic. Did you see uh the Penn State running back, Journey Brown? He's done. Yeah. Tire? yeah, he's done. Sad, man. He's done. Sad. So uh I like Najee Harris a lot from Alabama. I, I like that guy too. Hubbard from Oklahoma State. I was watching the uh Florida game. On by the way, that guy Kyle Pitts for Florida. Whoa, we're there mm-hmm. sitting in the tw- in the twenties because that Seahawks defense. Uh, shout out to Jamal Adams. <laughs> they're re- they're going to prevent them from going places this year because they did not figure that defense out. And Jamal Adams was supposed to be that guy, and they gave us two first round picks for a safety. Everyone tried yeah. to tell us that he was this cultural shifter and more than a safety. He's a pass rusher. He's a leader. He's this. He's that. He looks like an average safety to me. And that really just tip of the cap. What would our record be with Jamal <laughs> Adams right now? Oh, and nine. Yeah, it'd be the same. Uh, he's he's always been bad in coverage, and I think, I guess maybe the spotlight might, might be on him more since Seahawks are good and Russell Wilson. But it's crazy how the tides have turned. We got Russ carrying that team out, and the defense just brutal, brutal, yeah. absolutely brutal. So that if that by the way, getting back to my point. Uh, if we're there in the twenties, that guy Pitts, uh, yeah, mm. the, uh, Chris Herndon, by the way, should be cut. Oh, I never yeah. want to look he at him again. A- every time he touches a football, <laughs> he either drops it or fumbles it. He is terrible. So we're gonna need a tight end. But if we finish, I was doing the math—not really the math, but the only team that I could see taking a running back that high in the first round would probably be the Arizona Cardinals because they don't mm. really. You know what I'm saying? All the other teams, they have other areas in need. Like, who really needs a running back? Tampa, we're going to be picking ahead of them probably. I I think. I don't know. They look pretty brutal too. But there's really Tampa. Jacksonville looks like they found their guy if they get back oh, yeah. into the first round. So That guy's good. That guy, James Robinson. So yeah. who, really, who really needs running backs? Yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely a good question. Have, have you been looking into any uh, early mocks or anything or – I have. I have, believe it or not. And uh, getting back to my point about the Florida-Georgia game, that guy, Zamir White, for uh, Georgia, mm-hmm. first play game, takes it 80 yards for a touchdown. I go, wow, mm-hmm. who's that guy? He's he's like a projected mid-round pick. That that yeah. is a guy. I, you know what I'm saying? There's guys there that we could be taking, whether that be ETN or in those mid-rounds where we have to get more explosive. We, we have to. We, and that's why we need to see what Pirine is. We have to see what he is. Yeah, the skill position players obviously have to be replenished. And I saw a Joe Douglas quote, quote recently, and he, he acknowledged that he's failed in doing so. So I want to see him take some big strides. In, I saw what he said about that offense. 
Yeah, I saw what he said about Robbie Anderson, too. Yeah, I mean, that's – I respect it. I mean, he owned up to it. Uh, it, it pains me to see him in Carolina. Dude, he's, I, I like seeing he's him transformed well, there. It's crazy. Because I tried to tell everybody he was transforming at the end of last year. <laughs> Remember last year is making all those contested catches? He looked like yeah. a, a very well-rounded receiver yeah. who was getting a chemistry with Sam Darnold. Who knows if we bring him back what this year is looking like. Instead of throwing a Jeff Smith and uh, uh, Braxton Berrios and uh, – the, who's the other guy that uh that Malone Vincent Smith <laughs> Vince I don't think he's played yet though Vince he hasn't no he's played only a little bit you know, only a little bit uh Chris Hogan we had guys that were Terrible. unemployed before the season starting for us at one point just imagine we would just gave Robbie Anderson what he wanted that extra year yeah. that we gave I mean, to Rashad Perriman embarrassing I would definitely say Robbie is definitely a very talented player but I don't even know if he like could reach his potential in Adam Gase's system. And I, I bet that was a part of his decision-making. No, apparently Michael Irvin was on with uh, Joe and Evan uh, a while back, and he said that Robbie Anderson like came to him crying that the Jets, that he's going to have to leave the Jets, and he really loved it here and wanted to come back. And, uh, you know, wouldn't that be something if he came back here at the end of his contract? He's going to be still be young. He only got yeah, exactly. two, years, right? only two years. Only two years, and honestly, but do you think that he reaches his – reaches his potential in this offense i don't think so dude dude we saw kalen balaj kalen balaj the guy who we all thought stunk and couldn't play have a day for the sandy uh excuse me los angeles chargers yeah he looked great he he really did (laughs) he He, did i'm like where was this you know is it really that's where coaching just comes into play Uh, bottom line yeah i think one thing that could be safe to say now is Le'Veon could be washed. That that year off really did him in on a very high trajectory of he, a career that he had. Yeah, he looks – he doesn't yeah, look – man. The Chiefs aren't using – they didn't use him on Sunday, so. Yeah. yeah that, it's crazy that, to see. It is absolutely crazy to see. Wouldn't it be something if they brought him back? If if the case <laughs> is gone next year, they bring him back, you know, cheap one year. You good. know what I'm saying? And he's good. <laughs> that would be – I would. I would love it. Yeah, no, but probably not though. Douglas is still here, so no, nah, definitely not. Um, definitely unless, wish everything. Wouldn't mind Douglas getting for Le'Veon. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Douglas being shown the door. To be honest with you, but I know that's not going to happen. What? Absolutely, dude. You're nuts, dude. There's a guy out there that I'm going to talk about that I think is a uh, realistic possibility, and uh, we'll get to that later on. But uh, more yeah. from this game. Wasn't it just so comical how they're just so poorly coached? How if they simply didn't touch that Patriots receiver mm-hmm. in the middle of the field. They don't touch him. The, get, the clock expires. Yeah. That's it. The game's over. But they're just so terribly coached. We didn't even know that that's the thing. We got uh, number 44. What's that guy? Lange, uh Harvey Lange. <laughs> that guy, by the way, had a great night. I, he looked like he was jacked <laughs> up. He, was, he looked like the one of like three players that we had that actually wanted to be in that football game. He looked good. But he comes from behind the backfield uh, where he almost sacks Newton twice and then tackles mm-hmm. the guy in the middle of the field. Unbelievable. Yeah. That that was brutal. And then on that last drive, we had Frank Gore and Ryan Griffin wide open in the flat. Clock management, you know, you got to keep, keep, keep it on the ground. No incompletions, you know, play it safe. But instead, we got Joe Flacco throwing a ball to double coverage down the field. <laughs> it, it, it really it looked like we yeah. were trying to lose. And if that's the case, I commend us for a great effort. Exactly. Like, it's like we watched the game, so we – 
So they definitely look like a different team out there. But like at the end of the day, like we didn't want them to win, at least us two. And there were talks before the game, like, oh, it's the Patriots, like Bill Belichick. I'm like, no, I don't care about any of that. Like, let's lose. I don't think I know a single Jets fan that wanted to win that game. Yeah. Uh, Evan Roberts was on the fence, believe it or not. He was on the fence. He was on the fence. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? No, we need to. I'll start rooting for a win so we don't go 0-16 when yes. the Jaguars win one more game. And I, they, I, I'm going to be on board with you. that. I think they are. That guy that they played looked pretty competent. Yeah. And they have some players. That? Lupton? Six-round pick? Seven yeah, round pick? Something so, like that? Yeah, something like that. He looked pretty competent. He looked better than Darnold did yeah. all year. <laughs> Speaking of late-round quarterbacks, has James Morgan been act- activated at all? For any game, they they he's going to be active next game, I think, because they cut Mike the White. One, right? Yeah, they cut Mike White, so he's going to be. Oh, what a terrible! God help! It just <laughs> that. And Cameron Clark, can he please get on the field? Please. Yeah. I've been Roden had his best game of the year, but he's too hot and cold. I don't care what he does. And believe it or not, George Fant has played at a uh, average level this year when he's been out there. I thought yeah. he would for sure be the problem. And that Connor McGovern, he looks terrible, man. <laughs> really? I don't know. It might be the Adam Gase effect, though. So I don't know if I'm. That's the thing. Can we really draw conclusions about what players are on this offense? That's that's really what what we want, and it's it's crazy. We just can't figure out the center position ever since Mangold left. It's bad. It really is, and we we were on the clock. I I know this is a sore subject too. We could have drafted that guy Cushenberry mm-hmm. from LSU. Instead, they drafted uh, Ashton Davis. Do you know how? Uh... He's been doing oh, great. Ama- great. He started really? every game for them. Yeah. At nice. center. He's, wow. he's doing great. Good for him. He, like instead we got to draft the great Ashton Davis, man. That <laughs> that's, that's it. Ashton Davis. That was our big pick and from Leonard Williams and Leonard Williams looks like a player this year. Yeah. He's having a great year. That is, that is crazy. I would, I wouldn't call it a great year, but he's having like a way better year than he did go to the I ball. mean, I yeah. feel like but by his standards, he's having a pretty, how many sacks is it, does he have? I don't Three? know. It's more like he had none last year. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's like so, a huge difference. Yeah. So uh, yeah, another loss. Nothing new, but can't get too mad mm. at it. Uh, Adam Schefter before the game said that Adam Gase will not be back with the Jets. Like he was breaking a story. <laughs> Made me wonder. Just I was just I don't know about you. I always read. Uh, you know who could be available who's the hot commodities that people are hearing about. I still hear stuff about that Ravens defensive coordinator, uh, Martindale. Okay. By the way, that Ravens defense, Phillip Rivers had no clue what they were doing out there. Um, but the guy that I, I wanted to talk about tonight that I think is a real possibility, you might laugh at me, and the guy that I would hire without even breaking a sweat, without blinking, would be none other than Jim Harbaugh. I would be in like, I'll be ready to pre-order the the playoff tickets at MetLife stadium. Uh, I would be that guy, dude. If we can get Jim Harbaugh in here, an NFL coach, I don't care what he's doing at Michigan. That's a college that some guys are not good. Belichick went to go coach college. Let's say Belichick took over, took over Michigan. Is he taking Michigan back? No, no. So it's a college job in college. There are three teams. There's Clemson. There's Alabama. There's Ohio state. After that, it took a generational team, arguably the best team ever in college football history, to overtake Clemson and Alabama last year. And they barely beat Alabama with two on one leg. 
that's how good LSU was last year. So I would 1,000% hire Jim Harbaugh, but he, there's a hurdle, and that's Joe Douglas. Okay. I mean – I would gladly show him the door. I mean, me personally, I would welcome Jim Harbaugh in, but doesn't sound like a Joe Douglas hire. So another power struggle for the Jets is now what we need. Yeah. So no, it is it is what we need if we hire Jim Harbaugh because I don't want Joe dude, it's Jim Harbaugh or Joe Douglas. Like a guy took at the 49ers to the Super Bowl or Joe Douglas who drafted Ashton Davis in the third round this year and could have drafted and could have drafted that kid Chase Claypool that the Steelers had. Instead, we trade down. It I is mean, no, and let Robbie Anderson walk. Let's not there, think Joe Douglas did a great job because a couple of rookies yeah. are actually on the field now. It's it's too soon. It's still it's still too soon to lean either way. And you have to think about it. Other GMs passed up on Claypool. Other GMs didn't value Robbie obviously because they didn't offer him a better deal. So you know what I'm saying it's not just him, but we have to wait in due time. I mean, he's got to draft his quarterback. Sam was not his quarterback, so I think he's here to stay. I mean. He got a long-term deal for a lot of money. Here's my devil's advocate to that. Were any team worse at the wide receiver position than the Jets were heading no, into the offseason? No. So, I mean, that that is his biggest mistake was not really doing something about the weapons, specifically yeah, wide receiver. Absolutely. So, And Jim Harbaugh is a proven winner in this league. He's a program builder. Did you see what Michigan was before he went there? Embarrassing. <laughs> They were horrendous, dude. What are you talking about? No, they about? were, but like, they were unwatchable. He hasn't really taken them anywhere. I mean, he, he's gotten them. Where do you expect games. him? He's no, lost Ohio I, exactly. State in previous I don't, years. I don't really put any stock into Michigan. Like I said, I would love Jim Harbaugh. I just, if that can happen with Joe Douglas, then let's do it. Dude, we're supposed to be going into battle against Bill Belichick every single Sunday. Are we, are we going to feel better about it with Jim Harbaugh or the defensive coordinator? <laughs> Or the offensive coordinator of a team that's never coached before. You know, we're supposed to be You're prepared. Right. We're, we, we should, instead of trying to build a culture or something, hey, why can't we just come out and say we're trying to win something instead? Maybe winning, that's the thing. Culture is great and all, but winning is what matters. Why can't we right. prioritize that yeah. and say, hey, let's get the first pick in the draft. Let's spend $100 million in cap space. Let's get, you know draft all these guys let's hit on these draft picks and let's try to make the playoffs around here next year and turn this thing around it can be done the the yeah. the cardinals look great they drafted kyler murray last year he looks great you're 100 not wrong i mean we got a lot of cap space we got a lot of picks hopefully hopefully we're getting trevor you know what this thing can be turned around quick i definitely agree with that and you know things have to start when things have to start happening culture change is a very easy thing to say and winning is what really changes culture. And that's what ultimately, ultimately matters. Yeah. So there's going to be, uh, I I probably counted, I think it was five jobs available. There's going to be us. There's going to be the Jaguars. Uh, there's going to be the Falcons, the Texans chargers. I don't know. They like that one's on the fence, but they, they have been losing a lot of close games, but I, I don't think Anthony is bad, but they always have though. Yeah. Uh, How many years has he been in uh, L.A., Anthony Lynn? He was there. Um, I think Todd Bowles is – I think he took him to the playoffs his first year. So this is probably like year three or four for him. Okay. Um, so there's them. The Lions could be on the fence with Matt oh, Patricia. Matt, Matt Patricia's terrible. He is terrible. 
the Lions, the Vikings, Mike Zimmer's probably safe. Um, did you say Falcons? You did. I already right? said Falcons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that that's probably what I would say for now. Uh, how about that Brian Flores man? You want to talk about a guy mm. that can coach? We need we need someone like that to come in here and just completely overhaul this thing and say losing is not an option. You're hundred percent right. At least the Giants with with Joe Judge, he he looks like he gets it a little bit. They're losing, but you see the progress that they're making. You see they're getting better every week. They're not making the same mistakes. They hold players accountable. How about Golden Tate? Well, you think Todd Bowles or Adam Gase is telling Golden Tate to stay home? Yeah, I mean that's what it's all about. Ever since Flores got to Miami, it seemed like like the Dolphins were not an easy out. Ever since he got there, and no. now they look good. Not at all. And yeah. yeah, compared to what they came from, and they had a lot of draft picks too. Yeah, they're that owner Stephen Ross is probably sitting back laughing at the Jets right now. They, they hired Adam Gase, and I got this guy. <laughs> Night and day. Oh man. It really is something. Is Biennemi still your number one choice? or? Uh, he was never my number one, but like he was in that group that like I'm like, I would not be mad at that whatsoever. I, I'm all on board. Like There's a group of guys that, including Jim Harbaugh, that I'm, I'm like, all right, let's go. I've been hearing the, cons- the, the consistent like four names of offensive minds. There's uh, Biennemi. There's that guy Arthur Smith for the Titans. Yeah. Uh, Dable. Uh, from the Bills. By the way, Josh Allen looks absolutely phenomenal. So that guy is going to get a job somewhere. Um, and, and that guy, Joe Brady, for the Panthers. So uh, mm-hmm. there's those four names. There's uh, Bill. Don't even. There's the ex head coaches. There's Bill O'Brien and there's Jason Garrett. Please don't touch any of them. Yeah. Um. And then you got the college guys. I'm telling you, the most likely, the most likely of the college candidates to jump to the NFL is going to be Jim Harbaugh. A hundred. I really think he's coming to the NFL next year. I don't know where. Really? He's got one year. He's got one year left on his Michigan deal. At the beginning of this year, don't you think they would have worked out an extension with him so he doesn't have one year left next year? Perhaps. So, I I think he's going somewhere. I don't know where. But apparent, remember uh, when we hired Adam Gase, we were supposed to be making this big run at Jim Harbaugh, and it didn't work out. And when he went to Michigan, we tried to lure him. So there's a history there. And Joe Douglas, you play nice in the sandbox or just get lost. Who, what, who, who's Joe Douglas? Seriously. If Sean Payton becomes available tomorrow, let's say Drew Brees retires, the Saints win the Super Bowl. Sean Payton's like, ah, I want something new. We telling Joe Douglas, we're going to listen to what Joe Douglas says? If Sean I Payton's mean, like, I'll come coach the Jets. Sean Payne, I would, I would do that. I don't think Jim, it, that would ever happen, but I would 100% do Sean Payne. Dude, Jim Harbaugh is of, like, the same cloth. I get it. He Sean is, Payton's won a Super Bowl. But he, like, bolted on that team. Obviously, that team fell apart very quickly in San Francisco, but it just felt like he, like, picked up and left so fast there. But I'm 100% on board with him. It just – Sean Payne definitely is a tier higher, in, in my opinion. Well, that's incompetent ownership because he wouldn't play nice in the sandbox with the GM York at the time. So that's their own fault. And they paid for it the year after they hired Chip Kelly. I get it now. They have Kyle Shanahan. They're in great hands. But, you know, I'm sorry. If Jim Harbaugh is available, we need to be in full pursuit. Can you imagine Jim Harbaugh and Trevor Lawrence next year? That would be oh nuts. My but, like, God. in order for that, to, like, how would that even happen? Like, you think Chris Johnson's like going to go – over Joe Douglas's head and be, hey, Jim, uh, yes. do you want to come here? Blank check, and he's gone. 
Yeah, not God. I don't believe I don't, he has the confidence I, to do I that. Don't think Chris, Chris I, don't, or Woody. I don't think Harbaugh needs to be the de facto GM of a team. I don't think I don't think so because in San Francisco he wasn't. He wanted more power, and he went to Michigan, got humbled a little bit. I don't think so. I think with Trevor Lawrence, I, I'm telling you, man, I think that it could work. I really do. And if it doesn't, I'm more than fine with getting rid of Joe Douglas. Fine. Man, man's drafting uh, uh, Ashton Davis in the third round. We, we need receivers. We're drafting safeties. He's drafting backup quarterbacks in the fourth round. We need receivers. Hey, we have a, a mean, 22-year-old. I think it's pretty certain – He's going to get, at the very least, this next draft, obviously probably more years, but he's got to have a big draft next draft. We, we said that about last draft, obviously, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be drafting these players. Bro, that's why we should have never fired McCagnan. We should have just kept McCagnan around for another year. No, no. And we, no. Yes, we should have. And I mean, we should have made the change at the same time. I exactly, that, bro. had to go. He had to go, but we should have kept, kept him for that year. And then when we embarrass, our, embarrass ourselves, we should have fired Gase with him and started over again. I, instead, they're, I instead they hired did. a GM that – you got to remember, dude, as, as much as we want to put Joe Douglas on this pedestal, who the hell got him the job? It was Adam Gase. That is true, but Joe Douglas was a very highly regarded executive. I think you yeah, you know that. Oh, yeah. You know who else is a very highly regarded head coach? Todd Bowles. How did that work out for us? <laughs> I don't know about that one. He, dude, he was Todd very, is a very highly regarded. That's what, that's what he is. Yeah, but when he came to the Jets, everyone's like, oh, he's from the Parcells cloth. Uh, he worked with Bruce Arians. He's being groomed for the big job. It holds players accountable. They're going to play hard. They're disciplined. Didn't see any of those. I mean, it's, it, it's easy to jump ship right now, but you have to give a GM more than a year to, you know what I'm saying? Especially not, when he inherits a roster constructed by Mike McCagnin. I'm not jumping ship. I'm simply thinking of a better alternative out there. <laughs> That's not jumping ship. It would be very Jets for them to can Joe Douglas, we bring in Jim Harbaugh, and a Jets disaster happens. Absolutely. Dude, it, it, there's going to be no disaster with Trevor Lawrence coming. I'm telling you, it's uh, – they. From what I hear about this guy, from what I watch this guy, I'm, he just doesn't look like he's a bu- he's going to be a bust. The looks bl- it, the worst case scenario, he's Andrew Luck and just gets beat up, and then that's worst who he case is. scenario, Andrew Luck. Obviously, I'm signing up for that exactly week. But it but then it sounds like he's going to bring success no matter who's in charge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but better success could come with <laughs> a guy like Jim Harbaugh. We'll see. We will see, man. The light I, is at the end of the tunnel. We can see it. Oh, bro. As soon as the day the season ends, man, we will be on this podcast talking about who we want to hire for an entire okay. show. We're going to talk about the coaching search. And I can't wait. I can't wait to come Me on too. here and, and talk about who we hire and get this thing rolling. The season begins. Uh, when's the last game of the year? Like January 3rd or something like that? First week of January. Yeah. First week of January. The season begins the day after the real season. Yeah. You're right. I'm I'm ready. I, we're going to hire a coach, hopefully, that can steer us in the right direction. And then we're going to pick the new quarterback and trade Sam for whatever. And hopefully hit our, our other draft picks. Our, yeah, because those are important. And another Very. first round. I can't wait for the draft, man. It's like 150 days away. I know. I can't wait. I Me can't too. wait for the free agency, too, in March. It's going to be here Absolutely. soon. It's going to fly by. It really is. Uh, it feels like a long season. It really does feel like a long season right now. I got to say, like, it's only week 10. But 
it's, that's how it is when you root for the Jets. It's a long season. It's midseason, and we're already looking for coaches and draft picks. Yep, we're praying for losses <laughs> for the Jets, and on my end, I'm praying for losses for Michigan. Yeah. Just keep and, keep losing. Yeah, and, and dealing with the media with is Trevor going to stay in school because no, the Jets that, are terrible. That's that's it, that's not. It's true. never happening. <laughs> that's not true. Dabo Sweeney's like, yeah, he's uh, coming out. It's because what's he supposed to say? You know. What what do these people think? What kind of team is going to have the number one overall pick? A, a good team? Like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> oh, but don't worry, though. The Bengals were really good last year. Yeah, exactly. That was, like, that everyone should be jumping for joy playing for them. <laughs> Absurd. You, you're telling me that you would rather play for the Jacksonville Jaguars than the New York Jets? Come on, man. That's, yeah, that's, that's typical nonsense. media. That's the media being lazy. And they need to keep up their LOL Jets narratives because once the Jets get good, I I'm, I keep trying to tell people this too. Once we become good, people are going to lose their minds because they're going to have to actually write good things about the Jets for a yeah. change. And they made a living off of getting views and clicks off yeah. of saying this is dysfunctional, that's dysfunctional, that guy's an idiot, yeah. this guy stinks. So I've I've experienced it with the Mets too. It's been LOL Mets for a long time. Yeah, no. Now it looks like they have a guy. I mean, the, exactly. the guy's saying all the right things, but. You know, they, they look like they have a guy. And I think baseball ownership matters a lot more than football. Ownership and football, I you agree. have to be smart. There's a salary cap. In baseball, you just got to have money. If That's 80% of the battle. You're have right. money, and you're, you're, you're halfway to the finish line there. With, with football, you have to have a brain because you of the salary cap. smart guys in charge. Exactly, because everyone's allowed to spend a certain amount of money. If, if, you know, if there was no salary cap here, I think – that would probably favor us a little bit more, to be honest with you. But yeah, because we're in, in a New, New York, York City. City. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Trevor Lawrence will come out. There's no concern about that. We will keep losing. The Dolphins, we just, there's a couple of hurdles. We That Dolphins game, I know Two Brian. Two games. Brian Flores um, is a good coach, but is a rookie quarterback on the road. It, it worries me a little bit. Hopefully. I'm starting to feel better about that game, honestly. <laughs> the Dolphins I'm a little got worried. Us. I'm a little worried. I'm a little uh, worried. Smaller than I was before, but still a little bit. The Raiders game worries me because remember last year they came in here and yeah. got spanked? They traveled terrible, especially to the East Coast. And then the Chargers game, right? No, I feel a little no. better about that one, too. Oh, no, 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 no. They're going to absolutely – we're going there. We're going to get absolutely – come on. We're going to lose by 20, minimum. And, but the, the last Patriots game worries me a little mm, bit, too. I just – I need guys like Pierre Desir to stay in the lineup. We forgot to mention that, though. Just a, a shout-out to that wonderful man, Pierre Desir. Not only is he terrible, he shows no effort, and that's what we need. Bad <laughs> football players that don't show effort right now. Get the young guys can show their effort, make their little plays here and there, and make us all happy. But if you're a veteran like Pierre Desir that won't be here next year, by all means, cash a check, collect a check, make a business decision, keep keep it going. Pierre? I hope you're having a great day if you're listening to this right now. Have a great night and have a great rest of the season. You and the fam. I kind of hope we're 0-15 going into that Pats week and we pull that one out. Obviously, hopefully that keeps us at number one overall. But I want I don't want to go in 16 as long as obviously the draft picks fall into place. But I want to beat Bill last game of the season. Last game from Gase. Maybe Gase Sam is, plays. Who, who even knows what happens? Gase but is parting gift. He takes us out of the first pick. I think Joe Douglas. That pick. I think Douglas would probably say to Gase, like, "We're gonna." I would not be surprised if they start like James Morgan, if it meant clinching, clinching the uh, 
first pick in the draft. I would not be surprised. If it meant clinching, but you don't want to go 0-16, do you? Uh, well, if it's 0-16 or 1-16, in, if it, we go 0-16 and get the first pick or 1-15 in the second pick, 0-16. I agree. I agree. 0-16. It is what it is. I think 1-15 is going to get the job done, though. I think so, too. I think so, too. But uh, we need the Jaguars to just win one more game because if we one win more. a game, they're going to they're gonna go full steam ahead. There's going to be nothing stopping that tank. But it looks like the Jaguars at least play hard. We have guys like Desir playing uh, 30, 30 <laughs> yards off guys. And not, I, I saw that play, and it just it warmed my heart. It really did. I said, this is the type of energy we need. He wants Trevor Lawrence. Even though he's not going to be here, he wants him. The great Joe Douglas. That was the big cornerback <laughs> signing. Pierre Desir and trading for, trading for Quincy Wilson, who's unemployed right now. Yeah. The, big, the big moves to yeah. upgrade this cornerback room. Nice. I, after the last game of the season, what we should do is break down every single player from draft picks and free agents that Douglas brought in and see, see what's what. Oh, I'll, I'm ready to break them down whenever, man. You know me. <laughs> I'll, I'll give them the year. I'll give them the year. Yeah, can we break down all the guys he passed on, like Chase Claypool? <laughs> oh, God. Denzel Mims could be a player. Denzel Mims could be a player. Well, I know Chase Claypool is already a player. <laughs> if Mims was on the Steelers... Oh, no, yeah, no, you're right. If, if Claypool yeah. was here, he'd be hurt, and Mims would be looking <laughs> great on the Steelers. I agree. But uh, we better sign off soon before I pop a vein on here. I'm getting mad. <laughs> but My blood pressure's rising. That's what I'm saying. Sean, have a great bye week. You we'll too, see you man. next week. Hopefully we continue yeah. this wonderful movement, and uh, we'll get back to actual football real yep. soon. Before you know it, you'll be good, man. Be good.